access granted. Gentlemen, welcome back to the podcast. How you doing? Delicious. Good. I'm glad. David. Hello. You look happy. What are you? Are you? Are you happy with your social media standing? Unblocking. Yeah, people have actually responded and replied. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, the I, I got a couple of extra followers today. I was. I'd. I'd never checked myself to see if I was fucking ghost band or whatever it is before yeah but, it's, yeah it, so i mean we and uh, you guys know and, and i don't think anyone listening to this knows so we had an event a couple weeks back that we weren't even aware of we were wiped off most all platforms that carry our podcast totally mm-hmm. um and then spotify had lim- like they took away 20 of ours and we only ever share the spotify link we never look at the old ones but we did look at our algorithm and notice wow we're suddenly not getting a lot of people. Like we were gaining like a thousand a week or whatever. And we're like, okay, okay, we're moving. And then all of a sudden, nothing. We're like, what is this 20? Like this? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, okay, whatever, you know, ups and downs. And we had a guest on and he had said, Hey, what happened to your guys? You're not on iTunes. You're not. And we're like, what are you talking about? And we looked at it. And at that moment, iTunes was gone. Podbean was gone. Uh, everything. The only one who didn't touch us in any way, shape or form, which was really weird was audible. Um, and then like our social media accounts, people couldn't find us. Uh, I got emails from people who couldn't find us, who were following us. It's very weird. And, mm-hmm. uh, so we sent out a bunch of emails and Spotify put all our stuff back. iTunes let us back on, but they only gave us from episodes 37 up. So they gave us like nine episodes. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, man. I have no, I, Pop being Last I checked, we were back off, but I got my friend texted me today and said that we were back up there, but only yeah. like 10 episodes or something. Mm. That, that It'll be the same as iTunes probably, because I think Podbean uses uh, iTunes, it scrapes from the yeah. from, from, from iTunes. It's only really, even, I'm, I think Spotify even does that, but the difference in Spotify is, as far as I know, um, instead of them linking the RSS feed, mm-hmm from spotify they actually download the episode and then mm-hmm. they host it on their side as well gotcha but um well, yeah so that that and that kind of was a thing to us like we always kind of hoped that this would someday be profitable and mm-hmm. the current weather even with elon uh buying twitter i i just don't see it i was um, just about to say dave do you not do you not see uh, a great change coming i see no. i see i think the, i think there's a great change coming I think Twitter uh, right now is doing the equivalent of shredding papers and documents to stop everyone from figuring out the nefarious shit that they were up to and doing. I think I that, you know, they, they talk about all these server farms and click farms. Mm-hmm. I think probably Twitter was facilitating most of it. I, if it wasn't facilitating it, it is in like act, actually part of actively helping it, active, yeah. actively helping them. It was actively ignoring them. It was one yes. of the two. Cause I mean, the, it's so blatant as well, like the uh, the people that or, or the like bots, what you, what you want to what you want to call them, because uh, it's always there's always numbers after the name. Very rarely is there a um, 
is is there a is there an image you know like a a, a thumb of a, a profile picture mm-hmm. if there is a profile picture if it's a right wing bot it's an american flag or an eagle yeah if it's a left wing bot it's a pride flag or a ukraine flag you know it's it, 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 it's very easy to spot these things pretty much uh, it's all hosted at the same farms right so we can all yeah yeah but um so what once on one thing we decided to do is because we think we enjoy this. We enjoy doing the podcast. We already bought mm-hmm. all the equipment. Um, yeah, you're in now. <laughs> oh, I'm in. <laughs> it's, it's either that uh, or you just start doing voiceover work. Yeah, yeah. Funny you should say that. But um, so we're thinking about starting like a ghost paranormal podcast. Mm-hmm. We already bought some domain names. We're going to build those out. Uh, we got artwork coming for those. We'll move all that forward. And uh, we kind of have a unique thing because the town we live in, its hospital was sold to a paranormal crew. Uh, and apparently there's, I don't know, I, I don't think I can, there's big things coming for it. I don't think I'm allowed to talk about it. I, I shouldn't talk about it. I'll tell you afterwards. Oh, cool. uh, you guys will be like, what the fuck? But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's good stuff. So you, are you finally going to come on Alien at it then? Uh when you have I, a paranormal finally show. yeah i would love to finally come on i mean you're you've been stopping me i mean you've been telling me not to you've been you know disparaging comments about my appearance <laughs> we said just, you got glorious hair <laughs> i'm just jealous i mean who wouldn't be it's gorgeous it's gorgeous. Um, back on the on the elon train i'll, I'll tell you why i think there's gonna be a big shift is um, I think the market will have to shift. If if mm. what's going to happen is it's going to it's going to come out how Twitter was because you, you did I have any of you seen the traffic like the uh, the follows and unfollows on people's accounts? Mm-mm. Well, like well, it? I've seen some of the bigger accounts. Yeah, the ones that have been highlighted and people have been talking. Yeah, about. yeah. I like, took a cast yeah. and gained like six hundred thousand yeah. followers or something like that in twenty four hours. Uh, Kamala Harris lost like forty thousand. AOC lost sixty thousand. You know, it was clear that the amount of followers people had, the people that Twitter didn't want to look popular, they were just hiding followers, mm-hmm. and the people that they wanted to push up and make look more popular than they are, they would they would gave them fake numbers. Mm-hmm. So, and that's it. That that's gonna that's gonna come out. I think the. Um, the reaction to Musk buying uh, Twitter is is unbelievable. Actually, you know, like from every, every sort of mainstream outlet is just screaming from the rooftops. It's like they're all that you know the meme of the the kid with the glasses like down on on their knees screaming into the air over something. It's like every mainstream news outlet did that that day. It, it's a touch more serious than that. Um, so Homeland Security has created the Disinformation Governance Board, which mm. will be looking into social media and specifically how Twitter treats future followers yeah. and uh, their status. And the SEC is willing to back them up. Mm. Weird. See, I don't, I, I don't know where you go. I don't know where you go from that. The Because there's going to come a... There's going to there's gonna come a like a, a standoff and it's, it's clear. Most people don't want this sort of thing. You know, the, the only people that want censorship are the people that don't want to be argued with. Yeah. Yep. Um, and that's a minority of people. 
Uh, I mean, it is. It's the ones who who scream the loudest, and yeah. you know, they're. It, it's insane if you can't sit down for intelligent discourse. Um, what what's the point of life, man? What's I mean, there's something nothing better than having a couple beers and talking with someone you don't agree with, and then having yeah. a beer at the end of the night and being like, oh well, you know, this is where we stand. We'll <laughs> Without beating the living <laughs> shit out of each yeah. other. Yeah. Well, I mean, Dude. and sometimes maybe that's the best part of it. I, I am I am an advocate for. Uh, physical <laughs> dispute resolution but uh, you know do you know what lee i take it back we, we're never going to visit dave because i just feel like we're just gonna at the end of the night gonna get the shit beaten out of her and then be greeted in the morning with bacon and eggs it's okay i've i'll just throw you at him i'll throw you at him <laughs> and i'll just i'll run outside for a bit i've got padding i can last a couple of days i've got it's not it's uh, not your chin i'm worried about i'll just let him have you have his fucking way with you and i'll come back when he's spent <laughs> do, do you think um that trump's gonna a lot of people have have a fear of trump going back on the platform but um do you think Trump will go back on the platform? I don't have a fear about Trump going back on the platform. I would love to read some Donald Trump t- tweets. I, I don't think he will. I think he's oh, gonna, his ego is too big. I think he's going to stay at True Social. I want Alex Jones to come back. Yeah, I want Alex Jones. I want Milo Yiannopoulos to come back as well. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. I didn't think about that. Yeah, yeah. Milo, that'd be great. Um, he, he did say he was going to stay on True Social. He was Milo. asked yeah. this. Uh, um, Donald Trump was asked. Um, yeah. And he said, you know, good luck to Elon, but he's going to stay on Truth Social. Uh, he's a, a master Joe social Rogan media. said, bad move. <laughs> yeah, he's a master of social media. The um, He will he will leave it and leave it and leave it until it's like the first real Trump rally of the of like his presidential campaign. The presidential campaign will change it because he's like, well, I'm not on there. My campaign's on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, it's he's he knows what could because don't forget that um, it's all about traction, isn't it? So if he does that now, he'll get a big spike in interest, a big spike in traction. Why why waste that now? Why waste that when it's for nothing? You know, it's it, essentially if he if he was to do it now, it is for glory. It's for it's for clicks. It's for likes. Um, yeah. He doesn't want likes. He wants another term. <laughs> Speaking of Elon, do you have that picture of uh, Elon's mom? No, I don't. The uh, it, I put it that that's fucking interesting, isn't it? It is. I I, I don't know. You got to wonder if that's the art director again, man. I think art directors. Do you yeah. remember what I said last week though about my friend that said he's the Antichrist? <laughs> if you look at that picture, yeah, he doesn't want to put chips in people's brains. Yeah, well, I know it's. I don't know how. The only unless it's all cl- like unbelievably cleverly orchestrated, the the people that are upset about what he's doing and about him um all the people it, yeah i want to be upset yeah you know, they're against him then you got to be for him yeah. you know what i mean Don't, it's 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 a contrarian type thing if the people that you deem is these people are a problem like well we yeah. all hate this guy you look over there's like I don't necessarily like him, but we're friends now. Well, <laughs> don't forget, this is the same guy that on the... I don't know if whether it was the last time he was on Rogan or the time before. I remember it was the Red Studio time. I don't know if he's been on since they re- revamped the studio. Uh, but they talked about Gabriel Gates. And even in even amongst the um, other people, like the, 
the the other movers and shakers of the world there's very rarely people either people either don't talk about bill gates or they talk very nicely about the man elon musk called him a knucklehead on joe rogan <laughs> yeah yeah he did he did <laughs> <laughs> I like what he said about Mark Zuckerberg. He's not what very smart. So Mark Zuckerberg working on AI and all that Facebook's doing, or Meta now, and he's like, "Well, you know, Mark Zuckerberg, he's a, you know Zuckerberg. He's just he's not very smart." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I what I did think was good was Jack Dorsey. Did you see uh, Jack Dorsey coming out after tw- after the Twitter sale had gone through? Jack Dorsey publicly came out and thanked Elon Musk, and he thanked he thanked him for taking Twitter back from Wall Street. That's what I, you know, when I saw Jack Dorsey on um, Joe Rogan, what I took mm-hmm. away from that is Jack Dorsey's evil. No, I took away Jack Dorsey's no longer in control of his company. He yeah, built yeah. something cool. It took off. He's a tech guy. Hey, look at this. Mm-hmm. And the business sharks came in and just outed him. Yeah, they outplayed him. They knew what they were doing, and he did. He didn't understand that world. The uh, it's the it's the the Tom from MySpace thing again, isn't it? Tom from MySpace built something and fucking bounced. He was <laughs> smart like, enough to get out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll take my couple billion. Yeah, we're done yeah. now. <laughs> I don't care what you do with it. Um, but yeah, sorry. What what I was going to say say was like what, it's what you was you were saying about Musk uh, before Dave that like the Musk's um, like people. I don't know if Musk's a genius. He's a fucking very clever man. He's got a. Um, he he is he's a, in the same way as I think someone like Gates has has paid people to um, to build an image for him because now he's like a health health guru, for instance. Um, Musk has done the same thing, but to make himself look like a Tony Stark inventor type character, and he's not really he's not an inventor, but that's the vibe he gives off. What he no. is isn't well, he's an he angel is, investor, isn't he? He he is an angel investor and he does scoop in, but he does a lot of that engineering work. Uh, you know, at, at different engineering symposiums, things like that, like the different conferences, uh, the more technical ones, he is known that he's he fixes things. Like, oh, that's, that's cool. not, he's not just running a business. He's like, yeah, yeah. Let's take that's a look cool. at this and let's, yeah. He, he's a he's a bright dude. But um, what yeah. what my point is, he's really good at getting involved in something and making it immediately better. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I I can see if the market doesn't react to um, Twitter, essentially, could be... Because, like, people people say, like, free speech thing. Free speech doesn't mean, like, complete lack of censorship. You know, there's always going to be guidelines and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. It, means gu- it means guidelines within proportion, right? Proportionate mm-hmm. re- responsibility of people. Um the, it's why I hate the fucking idiots. There was some people there going, "Oh my god, yo, I'm still blocked by Elon Musk." So much for free speech. Now, free speech means you can say what you want. Free speech doesn't mean anybody has to fucking listen to you. Exactly. As long as uh, you're allowed to say it. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. But the um, the thing is, if platforms like YouTube don't react to this, what does Musk do then? He's got the money, he's got the brand, and he's got the facilities to go. Well, maybe we open Twitter up to be to more of a video platform. Let's have another thumbnail at the top, which takes you to a um, live stream, to a live stream thing, or, or where you, where you can save where you can save videos on it. Because don't forget, they're all doing this. Every yeah. every social media platform has a TikTok now. 
yes. you know, be it reels or or YouTube. whatever the whatever the um, mm-hmm. uh, whatever the Twitter one is, where you, you get you get short videos and stuff on that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they're even doing like short audio recordings as well, aren't they? Instead of doing posts on Twitter too. And I think that all of those platforms mm-hmm. have a chance to do TikTok better than TikTok. Yeah, TikTok has right. turned into this bizarre doxing drama. It, it it's very strange. It's a very strange, strange place. You know, you some know of these what? accounts that have millions of, mm. of followers and like, what do they do? They dox people's wives that they disagree with. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What? But what I do like about that TikTok is it does. Still, it feels a bit wild west. It feels like internet. YouTube back in the day. Yeah, yeah. I, it feels- see, I would say that, except how many times as I've been removed and uh, as many flags as we've gotten for nothing. And like, we'll mm-hmm. comment something kind of obvious and we'll get destroyed. And, and, you know, we'll get threats on videos, the videos that we've taken down or videos that they've taken down from bizarre people over, over like, it makes no sense. You know, there's just crazy people. Mm-hmm. And anytime we challenge it, anytime we fight it, we lose. Yeah, and if anyone has listened to our con- or, or checked out any of our social media, we're not like way out on Alex Jones on the edge. We're yeah, no, kinda, no, no, we're we're pretty in the middle. <laughs> like we're not we're not that crazy. We have a crazy name, but that is enough that we lose everything. Oh, like there's we always lose. We always yeah, yeah. lose. It's bizarre, man. Because it's even I I think I look at your show. If anyone likes uh, listen to this, enjoys uh, part of my American. It's a similar, very similar show to that, and they seem to have no problem. I mean, they they do live streams on YouTube. Mm-hmm. They all the videos go up on on YouTube. Um, so yeah, I, I I don't know what it is, but yeah, I do. I think the, I think other social media platforms are going to have to react to this, and they're going to have to change. Yeah. I I hope so. What I mean, if I was able to whisper in Elon Musk's ear, I would tell him to make this a start, and like the next step. I'd love to see. Tor based cell phones with his own Tor based network of cell phones off the Starlink mm-hmm. system. Yeah. Boom. Worldwide coverage. There you go. Everyone's got a satellite phone. It's totally secure, individual, 100% across the board. It's mm-hmm. up to you what, what, what things you download. Dude, if he did that, I would take all my accounts, business accounts, personal accounts, family, whatever. Everything would be there tomorrow. Everything. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Like you say, as far as like the government stepping in with things, things like this, I mean, how difficult is it to make Twitter if it, if it became an issue a non-American company? You know, because this is this is the squirrely thing, isn't it? About mm-hmm. um, a company that's based in the US following the US law, because Twitter might bricks and mortar might be in America, mm-hmm. but that is global. You know, it's 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 not it's it's bigger than a country like these. Oh yeah. Platforms. Oh, I, I I agree. By no means do I think it's a centrist type thing. I think um, Americans mostly hold influence and money. Right. Mm-hmm. We're gonna buy. We're gonna spend. We we love to consume. Yeah. Most of the top getters are Americans or American celebrities or whatever on there. Uh, if the government were to take action, what action could they take? Other than well, we're, this isn't allowed in America anymore. And with the current administration, that's very possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's very possible. Uh, 
And I mean, not that the rest of the world needs us. No, you would continue on. You would do your thing. And that would just be one more catalyst that's building here in the United States. But I got to be honest, I think most people really won't care, given a few more months, if anyone has been following what's been going on in the uh, commodities world right now. Did you guys see that tweet that he did about uh, kind of like, why are you looking at this? Go out, live your lives. Yeah. What if he's bought it to burn it? I hope so. I don't know. It gets him hard, but maybe that's it. <laughs> what if he's paid all that money and he's just going to Yeah, delete. that's what he loves, man. I'm going to throw away $50 billion, man. I'm going to burn it. You know, he's, Can you imagine? That's his autoerotic asphyxiation right there. It's, it's burning $50 billion in front of the world. Then he buys another one. He yeah. burns that one. Why and not? before you know TikTok, it, he's got TikTok's rid of all next. of them. Yeah. I, you know, man, if we could do away with social media as as a whole i i often if if i didn't have certain constraints in my life that require me to have a smartphone i would go back to the i liked i like cell phones i'd go mm-hmm. back to the old flip phone or nokia candy bar yeah that's it so all i need to do is make a phone call i don't even want to text people anymore call me or i call you or that's it like that's 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 all i need this is all i need everything else is too much it's mm-hmm. it's not good for people it's not good for health but I, uh, I just, I realized how dead Facebook was to me, um, because I got a new phone the other day mm-hmm. and it was only when I was, I'm bearing in mind, I've had that phone for a week now. Um, it was only yesterday when I was sat in a pub speaking to somebody who's, who's leaving the island tomorrow. And they said, oh, I've just added you on Facebook. And I, I, I opened my phone to, to accept the friend request and realized, I hadn't even installed the app on my phone. That's how little Facebook runs through my head anymore. Yeah. I I don't like the messenger. I don't like the platform. I don't like what they do with the data. I never see things from people. I want to see things. I don't have a huge friend list, man. Mm. You know, I, I have a very small amount of friends. and I never see their posts. Mm-hmm. I never see the posts about anything that I care about. So uh, when I first got, because I, I was, uh, I got, uh, permanently banned from Facebook first time around. Oh, I can remember that. Yeah, it was a year ago. Uh, it was, I got a really personal email from someone at Facebook, <laughs> which was, was weird. It, was it from the guy, you know, the lizard? I, maybe, I don't know. Uh, mm-hmm. it, 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 it was from somebody. Uh, and they, they literally said in the email, you'll never, ever, ever. I was like, never, ever, ever. Who writes emails like that? Never, <laughs> ever, ever. Like I could see him and think, you'll never, ever, ever. Did Taylor, did Taylor Swift fucking write it? Right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was like, this is, are you a 14 year old girl? What is this? You are like totally gone. And I knew they did. Yeah, they banned it. So I ended up having to set up fake accounts and stuff to get back. And <laughs> I, I, I got some of the friends. The only thing I miss is that I had a bunch of pictures on there, but I think my wife had backups of all of them, so it's fine. Yeah, And she's actually talking about just walking away from Facebook altogether, so she's currently downloading all the media and stuff, and I think she'll just eliminate it because she hates it. We're talking I, about that. Yeah. I stopped um, putting photographs up on, on Twitter because of the, the fact that they own the photographs you put up. and uh, Twitter or Facebook? Sorry, Facebook. And the... Um, Welcome. Like the questionable, questionable people swapping pictures with each other. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it seemed seemed very fucking odd. Uh, but what do you think? Like, because I mean, I thought um, 
I was quite excited, like the that evening when it looked like Musk was going to get this deal going through. Mm-hmm. Then I woke up in the morning; it seemed like it had gone through, and like, like looking at the, all these people, like Doctor uh, Robert Malone on uh, had come back on TikTok. You know, I like took a Carlson was back back on TikTok. You know, the, it was mm-hmm. just like this flood of people that had been away that were not, were now able to be back. Um, and so I was I was quite excited about, it, but this this is more for Ollie. How do you feel? Do you feel it's going to affect YouTube? Do you think? Do you think? Do you think I'm right that that YouTube's going to have to react in some way? I think. I think if anything, it's a positive. You know, yeah. I, I think it, it, if he's going to do the job that I think he's going to do, I think every media platform will have to react, mm-hmm. unless he he has just bought it. To burn it, I, I don't think he's bought it to burn it. I think, no, neither I, do I. But yeah. a mate of mine said that, and, and he's convinced he's bought it to burn it. Not the same mate that said that he's the antichrist, <laughs> though. I, I, I have got the picture. <laughs> oh, good man, that's what that's I was doing mom. when I when I disappeared. Yeah. And I've just been, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, to be honest with you, my mom is a bit. She's my mom's a bit out there, um, and it's like it's Dave a, says always, that. Eye covering, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but it's it, an art it, director, man. Yeah, it's the art directors that are evil, not Elon's mum. I'm not yeah. sure. I, I tell you what, that whole the, the one with the headdress one—that's it's very transhuman. That isn't it? You know, it's. it's can very we just looking. can we just state that none of us think Elon's mum's evil? Don't yeah, believe <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't, I've never don't. met her. I mean, I don't know. She, I mean. But, like she looks, she looks kind of yeah. like the Maleficent. Like, uh, what's her name is Maleficent. She looks, she looks a bit like a witch. Going on. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, the classic. The thing is, is you know, I I've always kind of believed that when it, it, it so she looks a bit like David who, Bowie in the bottom, and she looks a little bit little like bit. Um, Cruella Deville at the top. Yeah, like it. And as far as the eye covering thing and all that, like, was that her choice? Was that someone else's choice? Who, who's I, the art director? What is this for? What is the purpose? I um, feel now it's been going on. Like let's let's not forget the eye covering's been going on since like the fucking Beatles before the Beatles. Yeah, well, I, since human history, man, one eye. Yeah, yeah. I, but I, I, but I feel now, especially with it being so out and out in the open, what people sort of associate with that, that with. I feel if someone was to turn to me and say, right, Lee, if you just put your hand over your face now, we just want you to cover eye, I'd be like, fucking bro. Like, what, what's going on here? You know, it, it, I, I, why do they do it? If it, if it's just the art director, why why doesn't someone go, can't I just, like, cover my ear? We'll do something different. So my like, finger up my nose. Yeah. Well, and I, I can answer that easily enough. I mean, a lot of these celebrities and stuff, I've I've met a couple, and I mean they're all just normal people, right? Uh, people see them as more than they are. Like the Will Smith mm-hmm. breakdown thing, I think shows the world that like he's he's a fragile guy. What's going on with this Johnny Depp thing and Amber Heard and all this getting out? Like you just see they're, they're a normal people in an abusive relationship. He's clearly a victim yeah. of you know physical and emotional abuse and manipulation. And you're like, but that's Johnny Depp. He's just a guy. Yeah, he's just a nor- and honestly, most artists are pretty sensitive people who aren't confrontational. They pretend to be something on TV. They are not that thing, mm-hmm. you know. So it wouldn't be much for a producer of someone of of that 
the actor would see is like, well, he's the art director and he's the photographer and I need this and they work for whoever's paying me. I need to do whatever I'm told because that's part of the deal. You know, they're just, they're just doing what they're told, man. That, that's, that's an actor's whole role in life. Or even think of a lot of the rock star celebrities, right? Like they may be tearing up rooms and, and stuff like that. But the reality is when the music producer shows up or someone from the label, everyone suddenly starts dotting their eyes and crossing their teeth. Yeah, oh, yep, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the, well, first, as far as the Amber Heard thing goes, um, like that bitch needs to fucking really think about her legal team because they are not doing a good job. She should have been straight on the phone to OJ saying like, who did you use? Like, cause, cause I need some of that. But, um, the, uh, my, my wife's obsessed with this case. Like every, everybody is, I, but I, I mean, I, I have a passing interest in it only because now and again, I see, I, I, I find I like the way Johnny Depp speaks. Yeah, so I do. I, I, Very yeah, slowly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I could, I, I could understand him. Yeah. Like, like you two fuckers. Think- <laughs> before he responds you know yeah he, he does he takes it in and he absorbs it and then he kind of like comes out and it's everything he comes out with it's quite funny it's very witty with his with his response um but i i haven't been watching it my wife's obsessed with it. i walked into the bedroom the other night and said it's tonight the night she says nope I'm watching this fuck off so <laughs> You can always tell her she can still watch that. That won't impede. That's anything. abuse. <laughs> <laughs> what the, I, so I've only seen clips of it. I haven't like watched it, but I've seen little snips that come across. And then my favorite one was, I guess, she, like they were reading her comments that he is like when him and his friends, just a bunch of old men playing music. And then they're like, well, who are you playing music with? It's like Alice Cooper and this person. And that was like, oh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's all these rock gods that he's friends with. They're like, we're going to get together and play music. And she's like, it's a bunch of old men. Did, did you see the one where they were I talking? Mean, that's true. Where they were asking Johnny Depp about how uh, the, he partying with some guy and what he'd done with this guy. It was like, have, uh, have you ever, um, it was like, have you ever, have you ever smoked weed with this guy? He's like, yeah. He said, have you ever done coke with this guy? Said, yeah. Have you ever done ketamine with him? Yeah. And then I think it was like, have you, uh, anything you I want to, I want to party with that, bro. I know, and then, <laughs> then, then he turns around and they say, have you, have you ever smoked crack cocaine with him? He goes, possibly. It was just the comedy timing of it was fucking wonderful. Yeah, uh, I, I I don't know. I try I try not to get dragged into celebrity celebrity gossip because, like yeah. you say, they are just they're just people. You know the and I, I, like I think some sometimes people think they are. They, I think they want them to be something bigger than they are. You know, they, they, especially it doesn't matter whether you're uh, just into celebrities in general. You know, you you want them to be um, gurus for in, for some re- for some reason. And yeah. the really weird thing is, as far as actors go, um, actors and sports personalities should be the last people we ask questions about politics because they have spent 
no time in school because to become an actor or a sports star, you have to sacrifice your entire life to a single thing. And that's mm-hmm. genuinely not the pursuit of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, I, I find that weird. I find it weird that we put so much stock in actors, which are essentially military grade liars. You know, they're professional liars. Um, how did they, how did they even get the first opportunity to get that job? You have to be extraordinarily, unnaturally good looking. That's the requirement. You mm. want to be an actor? You have to be unbelievably. I should, I should have good gone looking. for it, shouldn't I? Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. I, I, I know. You, so you know, this is way off topic, but I've actually been thinking about. Uh, there's a like an acting casting thing around us, and. Uh, I was actually thinking about going and filling out like headshots and doing the whole thing because I think I would not as it like a real actor, but like if you needed like a biker or like <laughs> thug number four, I'm your guy. Or if or if what's that? It's a it's a shame you're so tall. Yeah, if that you, if yeah. you were sure, you would make a good hobbit. I'd make a good strong hobbit. hobbit. They can, <laughs> oh, can shrink him. Well, they can shrink him, like like maybe. a head. No, the, I mean in 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 the Hobbit, you know, they, they weren't all that big. So, I mean, uh, Elijah Wood no, is not that big. Spoiler: No, he's tiny. I mean, his feet are definitely not that big. Mine are hairy, though. Absolutely, oh, mine aren't hairy. But they are giant. <laughs> I have giant feet. Um, but uh, so when I was younger, I did acting and and different things, and uh, not nothing on film. It was all theater because I am a large guy i mean the camera doesn't job i'm i'm a big dude and uh theater actors tend to be large people they're mm-hmm. they're tall they're broad they're they're big people to be seen uh film actors because i talked to someone about it they're like oh no you're <laughs> you we can't put you on anything because you see other actors you it, it's not gonna work <laughs> it's not gonna work you can't put you with someone that's five five it's gonna look ridiculous <laughs> um yeah so but I'd be uh, a biker, biker number three, man. That's me. But yeah. my uh, to continue the uh, like the the vein of like odd connections with things. My dad, my dad was in a film. Uh, he was in a film called Everybody Loves Sunshine with David Bowie. Ooh. <laughs> dun dun dun. Is there something you need to tell us, Lee? Something about the dark side. Something about the dark star. I, I, I mean, I think something about the brown star. I've just been, they've just left me. They've just like, I maybe that was it. Maybe I was like the bastard son of the Illuminati. And just when I was like a kid, all the other kids that were supposed to be swept away, like and groomed to be, to become leaders and stuff like that. And then it was, I one. was just like, I, I just picked my nose <laughs> to about, the point it was bleeding. About, I'm confused. Are you saying that David Bowie slept with Lee's dad? And it created exactly, exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. I thought that was obvious to everybody. <laughs> it's David Bowie. How many women has he gotten pregnant just by looking at him? Come on. I mean, um, my other funny Bowie story is my um, late uncle is uh, was such a huge David Bowie fan, like unbelievably huge. Like he he was a record collector. He had thousands of records. He had records David Bowie didn't even know he'd recorded. And um, he, uh, uh, Bowie was over here, and 
like Roddy just went to his hotel, just went outside his hotel with stuff every day for 14 days. And on the fifth day, one of Bowie's bodyguards said, look, David spoke to us. You've met David now. He signed things for you. Everyone had a lovely time. You're making David uncomfortable. <laughs> Please tell me he came back the sixth day. <laughs> oh, I, 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 I guarantee you he just went to a different place. <laughs> Have you guys ever seen the David Bowie fan speaking about his death? No. That was, no. That was on... It was on Sky News. Which... Yes, I have, and it's weird. Young Jamie, can you pull that up? <laughs> I, I, yeah, he's I, not I on can, the I, ship. He's I on can, my show. You guys don't I, can, I can bring that up. He looks the freaking spitting image of David Bowie. It's his voice that's fucking weird. Let me have you seen it. this, Dave? No, sir. It's... It's un- it's I I only saw this. Um, it's on Sky, so I think we should be all right. Yeah, it, it was on uh, a news program as well, so it should be sort of fair game. Um, I uh, I only found this because I was listening to a podcast where some where some guy was talking about like occult celebrity stuff, and it, obviously it was a fucking Wednesday, wasn't it? Um, and nice. he was talking about this, and I went, I stopped listening to the podcast and went and found it. I was like, holy fuck, that's really quite odd here we go sorry to people listen to the audio podcast but uh this guy looks spin image <laughs> you, you can watch it on youtube is that a guy should be on youtube at some point looks like no now as i promised we'll talk now Don't assume more that. about david bowie and his influence let's bring in jack stephen he is director of fortune music it's, and it's actually fortress music fortress, fortress music yeah. do beg I your heard, pardon jack how odd is that in the music industry uh, as an executive in the bowie era and also uh, bowie's fashion sets we're going to talk about as well it's influenced uh, the era and lizzie zeta she, fashion style she's looking there going that's you fucking bowie. again no jack problem. i mean perhaps <laughs> first sum up how how you felt this morning when you when you heard this uh, i was just saying earlier that i actually felt that part of me had died i mean i have to say that that's how much an influence he is i think to me and to thousands and millions of people around the world and and strangely, I I'm surprised. You know, I you know I saw the John Lennon's death, yeah. uh, you know Elvis's death, and sadly this one's affected me more than any other. I mean, it's a very strange thing because well, I think be with him, he something. was probably the first complete artist where he was involved in every single area of his career, whether it's photography, fashion, whether it was film, whether it was poetry. Obviously, he's got a different accent, but some of like the cadence of some of the words he says. He forms them the same. His vocal influence, a lot of people don't know this, came from Anthony Newdy, who, of course, was a musical musical artist. So, so, you know, I, I like there, the way he was saying so for people instance. today talking about how he reinvented himself, how, how he, he went with the times, but he, he led the times in so many aspects through the seventies, eighties, nineties. He wasn't, he wasn't frightened of change. And so to him, every album was a different persona. And and so he loved doing that, you know. So you know, one point he had Ziggy Stardust, next point he had Just so, just pause that for a second. You know, and he wasn't frightened yeah, of, uh, of uh, playground. How, how perfect would it be if the, a, the the old guy just popped up as one of them pictures right now? No, that's yeah. in the no, no, no. But how perfect would it be for somebody like David Bowie that has reinvented himself 
to fake his own death, reinvent himself, and then come on to a television station talking about David Bowie reinventing himself. What an end to a masterpiece. I mean, I've seen the same video that that you're talking about, Lee, where somebody is talking about this guy and saying, this is David Bowie 100%. Now, I I could never say 100%, but I'll be honest with you, this one, I'm (laughs) 50-50. Because the guy looks the spitting image of David Bowie. He sounds like David Bowie. (laughs) And I'll tell you one thing that did that for me. When he said, look at Elvis, <laughs> look, you know, look at the other legends. What if they didn't disappear? What if they just went on holiday? They just retired. Uh, I, I think Elvis really did die. Like mm. he, I think Tupac died. Um, I, I, I think maybe, maybe this guy's one of the clones of uh, Bowie. Oh, my word. <laughs> do you think maybe he's one didn't of the... do rubbish? so well. <laughs> look at the end number. What's the end number? Is it 33. Where? Where? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sir. Just uh, where I paused it. Yeah. <laughs> crazy. That's crazy. Ah. That's, that's my number for anybody who doesn't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. He, he Maybe he's a cousin. Maybe they're just from the same area. You know, I've met people that are from the same region, well, specifically mm-hmm. West Virginia, and they all seem to kind of look alike. Um, I mean, I suppose if you if you look at it like if he's a super Bowie fan, he's trying to emulate him in everything. He's, he's modeled, yeah. he's modeled himself. Yeah, but I mean, can you model facial structure without surgery? I'm not so sure. Well, maybe, maybe he's yeah. done that too. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe he's it's one. Of very the strange. That, he's one of the clones that didn't work out. Yeah, it's uh, it. It also seems odd that they would get. Uh, I mean, who's that fucker? You know, David Bowie has had connections with some of the most popular um, artists in the world. There is, you could have a a, a myriad of celebrities come on and tell their stories. And this is the David guy you Bowie. picked. Yeah, I've never seen him before. Never, nobody's like, ever heard of this guy. <laughs> yeah, it's he walked. He walked into that studio and they were like, "Oh, we, we could have we, we we were going to get McCartney." You know, yeah. I don't know, man. It's pretty weird. It's pretty weird. I looked into that album though after we watched it, and I sent you guys that. That I think I think he wrote all that to be deciphered. Mm. You know, did you think he knows exactly what he's talking about with that, and he's put that out for somebody to decipher the whole thing? There is no way he can write that accidentally. Mm. Like, just if you think of the village of Orem, Orem is a town in Norway. That an orm and 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 translated is serpent villa's house. So if you're in the house or the home of the serpent, mm. that's pretty freaking specific, man. Yeah. Um, um, hopefully, people will be able to watch our sort of um, like de occulting of um, of Bowie's song, but I, it's it's still under review for uh, copyright at the moment. It's good. I've got. 19 days left of copyright. Uh, I I don't hold huge hopes for it because I didn't realize Boney, Bowie's under Sony Music and Sony oh. are absolute pricks when it comes to it. 
So I'll see. Hopefully there's 10 minutes. 10 minutes has to go from it, which is really weird because we listened to the whole fucking thing, which is essentially longer than 10 minutes. I might, mm-hmm. I'm just, just for fucking devilment. I, I might go fine. Fucking take those 10 minutes out of that 20 minute video. And then mm-hmm. people could at least listen to what we were talking about. What if we just played the footage that us three sing it? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't think that's good. I think it's a really? good idea. We only need the lyrics. The lyrics are what matter. Like the imagery is important, and you can mm-hmm. talk about very specific parts of the imagery, like the mm-hmm. spaceman, the vibration, the spaceman skull with the jewel encrusted. Yeah. Uh, but the point he's trying to get across. That's that's a whole different thing, and you literally have to like pull it apart line by line, and 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 search what does this mean what does that mean what what are the variations of this and you realize that this is specifically um because he keeps talking about you know the eyes and he's blinded which i think was interesting because if you take how many times did you watch it dave after the show how many oh yes and stuff yeah that's actually he's not actually wrong i mean probably (laughs) 50 60 really yeah there's a lot there man there's there's a lot there like Everything, if you're leaving a masterpiece, and I think you guys are right, that's how you do it. Mm -hmm. Because when you look at the other videos that are connected to it, you're just like, this is all one thing. This is everything he's trying to say a thing. And so, like, there's songs obviously on the album that they didn't make videos for. And I'm curious if they did that intentionally or not. Mm -hmm. Um, Before I speak on it, I I, I need to listen to it at least, you know, 200 more times. But, um, yeah, there's there's a lot there. There's a lot there. It, it, it doesn't even really matter what your faith is. It's, it's kind of a general point. And the general point is that, and I and this is my general taking, right? What he's trying to get to is that there's a battle for your soul. And you're stuck in the middle between a light and the darkness. And the light and the darkness is surrounded by, because the dark, so the light is in the house of the serpent and it's darkness and it's surrounded and you're stuck between all that darkness and light. So we're orbiting that light hmm. and it's, it's kind of the choices you make. What do you, what do you get to do? And, and his other videos, he talks about, you know, making that deal. It's almost like a weird confessional. It's, it's, there's a lot there, man. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a very, I mean, you, you look at it and you think this is some sort of ritual. So it looks like some sort of satanic ritual, but especially towards the end. Like yeah, the, I, I, I think it's quite hypnotizing, and I, that's what makes me think it's an explanation. You don't I think, think it's like his explanation? It. You know, because he's heavily into the cult. You know, I, I honestly didn't know that much about him, and, and the more I read about him, I was like, wow, he he was. Oh, he was balls deep. Yeah, but not. He, for the sake of the occult, I think he was the sake of he's curious and he wants an answer and he's just looking for an answer. Mm. And I, I feel like this was what he's gleaned, what he thinks it is. But because he's so into the occult, he's going to make it a riddle. Yeah. You know? Am I right by saying, Lee, that he was, he was really into Crowley's work? Huge. Yep. Huge into Crowley. Yeah. For a while. But- uh, and then, then he definitely went on some different paths. But I, that's it. Just seems like he's he's looking for it. But that's that we're we're in the villa of Orem. 
that's that's the key thing mm. like that's not misspeak that's something he had to think of, somebody had to think a lot about to put it's cool i was it's just words that just came to me really <laughs> yeah it's it, i don't think so they aren't i mean even right even if it is even if it was if it's the case of i was writing a song and this is just what fell out of my head um it shows where his head is if that's the sort of thing that's fallen out of his head and he was dying you yeah. know mm-hmm. i you thought it was you interesting don't, you don't but, do things by accident if if like if that's um if if you're going to leave a note yeah if you if you know if you know you're going and you're going to leave a note you you don't you don't have spelling mistakes in that note do you, do you know what I mean? You, I you, would. Yeah, well, you, you would. The, uh, <laughs> sorry, Ollie's off to meet dog. Um, the, um, <laughs> for, for anybody that, that, that doesn't know who I am, Lee's just taking the piss out of my dyslexia. Hey, look, I'm also dyslexic, so it's friendly fire. In it, if there's any rules, if there's any rules we can abide by in 2020, Ooh. it's the fact that if you are one, you can take the piss out of one. So that means I get fat people, gingers, and dyslexics. That's what I can go for. I get to make fun of extremely handsome men with full heads of hair, great beards that are tall, (laughs) muscular, large endowments. I make fun of those guys all day. It's a lovely microphone you've got there. (laughs) Making up for something. A little bit. (laughs) A lot of bit. Um, What do you guys think? Oddly enough, I was watching this the other day, not, not realizing we'd get on the whole celebrity thing again. Um, did any of you watch the uh, interview with Prince? It was, it was like one of the last interviews he did where he's talked about chemtrails. No. No, but I was watching videos of Prince the other day, interviews with Prince. That was weird that you should say that, but I've not seen that. Have a, do the, if, if, do you mind, Ollie? Because I'm no, not, no, no, I'm no, not no, great at bringing up. If just just uh, look on YouTube for um, Prince chemtrails interview. Yeah, and, Ollie. <laughs> what what do we pay for? Do it. What are you waiting <laughs> on? For Christ, not Prince. <laughs> Dyslexia for the win. <laughs> oh. Um Yeah, like the Prince is one of those people I I, I feel I feel he might have been got rid of. Who's it? Yeah. Who's it? Who who was the interview with? Not sure. Do you not just get it with Kim Trails and Prince? Bow, bow, bow. Mm. It. I can't find. Have you not got YouTube in front of Ely? I do. I look. Hang on. The. Uh... Prince exposes Kim Trails on live TV. Is that on YouTube? Yeah. Do you want, do you want to give that a, a Luke Oliver? It is. Uh, yeah, it's on there. Just Prince exposes Kim Trails on live TV. It's okay. People are in it. People, people, if people have made it fifty minutes, fifty minutes into this podcast, then 
They're, we're, not, we're not professionals. They're, they're not gonna. They're not gonna fuck off now. I've got I had, a, big... had a couple of had a couple of really nice messages about this podcast actually, saying how much they were really enjoying it. Uh, they, gonna... they tell you how much they hate you and us. <laughs> I mean, what, like when one of them said, "Yeah, like I masturbated to it three times." That was weird. I appreciate how that. Weird, how weird's this? Just from typing print, Prince Chemtrails, I have got right above all the videos, uh, YouTube telling me uh, information about Chemtrails. Will, well, I mean, it's an algorithm for ads. Mm-hmm. Um, will you, if you, I, I got it shared with the thing if you want to. Yeah, I can't find it. Yeah, I got it. I, you yeah. just have to approve it. Oh, Neon Ali. Oh, good man. I'll learn how to use this at some point. Oh, no. (laughs) It's buffered. What's going on? They've got to us. How long is it? Is it? Well, nine. Wait, wait. There's no sound. Oh, he didn't take the audio. Uh, it's a little audio uh, link, Dave. What did I not do? He may have forgotten to click the audio. Send that link in the uh, private chat, and I'll I'll share it up. Yeah, I think it's it's only the the first couple of minutes of it. Anyway, I think I think he, he gets pretty interesting pretty quickly. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like Prince was one of those one of those people. I didn't, I, unfortunately, I didn't appreciate him enough until he was gone. And then I thought, oh, probably should have paid more attention to you rather than just the fact you did the Batman album, <laughs> which is fucking great, really. When you think about Prince, oh. wrote a concept album about Batman. I mean, it's easy to make fun of, but he really is a brilliant guy. Yeah, he's. I think he was the greatest all-rounder of all time. Excellent, excellent musician, excellent performer, excellent singer, excellent uh, songwriter. I can't think of anybody else that ticks the boxes to such a high number as Prince. Snappy dresser. Apparently, there is an unbelievable amount of music he has recorded. Uh, Kevin Smith um, did a documentary for him that's never been released. Wow. And he's, he's done interviews talking about it because he loves Prince. He loves mm-hmm. Prince. And he had found out through like his, like his, someone who worked for him and his staff that Prince has hundreds of albums, movies, um, music videos, all recorded, never released, never released a one, just keeps them in his vault. Just a creation machine. Mm-hmm. See that, Is this it, Dave? Good to see you as always. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Look at us on that camera. Yeah. <laughs> Do we look good? I'm looking sharp. I'm feeling new sideburns. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> working, working. And that black and white is, is sharp. When, when you're, for the book, the best-selling book, mm-hmm. 21 Nights, mm-hmm. your photographer, Randy, was here. Randy St. Nicholas. Yeah. yeah, Randy was here. And I remember in that conversation, the two of us talking about the fact that you stay pretty much clean all the time it's not like when you're in your house you got on sweats and randy said that yeah randy said he's randy said he's pretty sharp all the time okay yeah no. that, that's, that's not true 
Yeah, I sleep like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, you know what? Anyone, anyone that doesn't wear tracksuit bottoms in, in their own sleep. house is a psychopath. You really don't sleep. Right? I saw a sign in the back said, uh, uh, journalist, advocate, insomniac. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, for you, it should be the world's greatest musician, uh, insomniac. That's what it is. Um, to you on your show. Seriously, I, I watch every chance I get. And um, Hugh Massey came in last night. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Joni Mitchell. Yeah. Yeah, it's just so enlightening. Well, Get I appreciate the chemtrails, Prince. I'm glad you said that because I was actually, um, I never told you this story, but one day when you were on before, I was um, Knock us forward around town somewhere. Early. And we had promoted the You know what about it? And money now. Mm. That I do and the teachers that I do. And uh, I just related to it on a lot of different when you all come over to the house and we sit and we just talk about. Oh, this one's 24, 24 minutes. The other one was four minutes. It was right at yeah, the point. Yeah, it's not bringing that one up for me. I'm, I'm literally. Maybe it's not allowed in your country. Maybe it's cheer. Any, anyway, right. I, I know this. The, um, he, t- he, he basically turned around and said that one day he would notice when he was at his home before he was famous um, that when the chemtrails would come in the sky, and again, I don't know whether I believe in chemtrails. I'll, I'll be fucking brutally honest there. I find that I find the whole thing very, very strange. Uh, but he said he would notice that when these lines are in the sky, that people would be more aggressive and they would be fighting on it, like in the sort of block that he, he lived on. And um, he was saying, he was saying you would get these lines for, for days. He said, then, you know, the weekend would come and there'd be people fighting in the street. And it it was just really it was a really strange interview, and that was oh, you you could see because he I mean he spoke about an awful lot of stuff over the years, especially mm-hmm. like within the music industry. And uh, I I always wonder whether those like is that why like more celebrities don't speak out about crazy stuff? Is is like is is a prince like celebrities Kennedy? You know the um, there was a Bill Hicks bit, wasn't there? That every time a new president's sworn in, the new president's taken into a room, and there's a video played to them from the other uh, from the other side of the grassy knoll, mm-hmm. and they watch the video of Kennedy being assassinated, and then the a CIA agent says, "Any more questions, Mister President?" Um, I think this is it, Lee, because I've got the big advertisement from 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 uh, the YouTube. Oh, right, okay. Here we go. Is it is it eight minutes and seventeen? So it was four minutes last time, but crack on. Let's try it. I want to go back yeah. to Jack Johnson because he's still in the back of my head. I can't get him out of my head where this conversation is concerned. Um, who have you felt most often like in the ring? fighting the record industry like jack or the opponent oh like jack like jack yeah tell me why well because i knew i was right mm-hmm. you know we talked about this in our very first interview and conversation together um it, it's obvious now that artists are supposed to own their master recordings i mean in the future it'll be unconscionable to even think you can take somebody's creation and claim ownership of it see unfortunately this discussion Swift. start to barrel into a discussion about the human genome and the dna and all the rest of it 
um, when it gets there, then we're going to be in the deep water. Mm -hmm. See, so it's better to start the conversation now before we get into God talk, you know? Um, there are four songs that I want to ask you about. And I did what I have never done before, which we is to skip ahead. actually print these lyrics out. Some of them, I'm, 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 since the record is so I think this is really close. I got, got some of them memorized. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> who, who gave you the lyrics, though? I've seen some really strange rewrites of my yeah. stuff. Well, I've I'm, seen one time they uh, said uh, the lyrics to When Doves Cry was, uh, dig, if you will, the picture of me, Marvin Gaye, and the kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ali, have you been rewriting lyrics for print? Well, you know what? <laughs> and then there was another one. This person will go unnamed. Yes. Um, she didn't speak the English language too good. Right. Uh, she had a really cute daughter, so that's why we was acquaintances. Yeah. <laughs> but she swore up and down, little red Corvette was pay the rent, collect. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? So you need to let me check that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, uh, I'm a fast learner. So I'm not going to read none of these on the air. I'm just going to ask you about the songs okay. and about the lyrical content. And uh, for those who don't have the record, you can go to lotusflower.com and get it and, and follow along at home. Uh, even if you're two or three days late, you can play this back and follow along. In no particular order, since we mentioned Dreamer first, tell me about Dreamer. Oh, well, um, when I saw the uh, State of the Black Union, Dick Gregory uh, really moved me and a lot of my friends jump forward, everybody go to the house, especially white folks, so that they, he said something that really hit home about um, this phenomena of chemtrails. Boom. And, you know, when I was a kid, I used to see these trails in the sky all the time. And so oh, that's cool. A jet just went over. And then you started to see a whole bunch of them. And next thing you know, everybody in your neighborhood was fighting and arguing and you didn't know why. Okay. And, and you really didn't know why. I mean, everybody was fighting. So he, he started riffing about the chemtrails. And he started to say things that uh, hit home so hard. And I would recommend that everybody try to get what he said online or wherever and try to get a copy of it and just listen to it. Because the, uh, I was so moved that I had to write the song. And then when you leave, when you leave, with all the hassle, can you have that love? Interesting, isn't it? Mm. I can have yeah. that love. <laughs> See, I don't know, man. growing up, I always thought Prince was gay. Why? He's a, he's, he's, a, he's a big, just, he's, he's quite a flamboyant. flamboyant uh, I, I think Prince is like David Bowie. I, th I think Prince that he's very greedy. He's a bit of everything. <laughs> he's seen one up I, close. Yeah, I think I think he's happy. I, th yeah. I think he's ha happy to, to have a, just have a sniff around. Yeah, cool, I, 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 I think he's cool probably guy. seen one up close. Mm. Tell you what was interesting though, that watching that video, especially when he started talking about the the chemtrails thing, for, for someone I don't know if you guys noticed when he uh, when he started that interview, immediately relaxed, 
arms open. There's there's no tension there whatsoever. It's a guy that's comfortable being in that situation. He's comfortable with who's who's going to interview it, interview him. Just comfortable in himself. He started scratching at the chair when they start talk. When he started talking about the chemtrail thing, uh, for some reason that made him nervous to talk about that. You know, he was he was uncomfortable at that point, and for for someone that was clearly very comfortable in the situation, I thought that was quite interesting. It does sound crazy. Who was scratching the host? Prince. When Prince he started scratching talking, the host. Yeah, yeah, he was scratching. The host scratching Prince. <laughs> but yeah, no, just just the fact that he looked so relaxed like, in other parts of that interview until that moment, and it was, I don't, I, I don't know. Could that be one of those things where he's like, "Am I going to look like, like a kook here? Am I, um, uh, am I sharing too much?" See, I, I've never been into the whole chemtrail thing. But I will I will say this. I can't remember seeing I can remember as a kid seeing a lot of clear skies. And I don't really I don't recall a lot of clear skies these days, you know. Mm. So I, I, I'll, uh, I'll say that for the chemtrails if the if they are covering something it's working because I can't see shit. I, I think it was more noticeable as well in the um the the early lockdown times. I don't know what it was like in the states, Dave. But the what, the like, skies oh, are beautiful. Yeah, like it was. It was so clear, like because there was just no planes in the air. No air. You know, there was. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's beautiful and blue outside where I'm in today. Mm-hmm. So, uh, lines in the sky though that do form grid patterns. Like if you live in your military bases or science installations, at least mm-hmm. here in the U.S., you will see that. Yeah, and if you're doing GPS work like GIS or anything like that, uh, it will mess with your <laughs> instrumentation. Mm-hmm. It'll take a lot longer to get locks, or you'll have to shoot from greater distances because you can't get exact measurements, things like that. Uh, but again, they can do that when they're trying to test something and they don't want enemy satellite, and they're going to judge mm-hmm. by how long it's going to get there. Like they do obfuscate, obfuscate, blah. They mess up the sky so you can't see clearly through it. Um, And uh, they can do that. The military does do that. Now, over population centers or for mind control, or they put, I I mean, I don't know, man. Mm. Um, I know that there's thermal pockets. We all breathe the same air. That's the weird one. Yeah. So what what is the, I, I I don't get it. Weather manipulation and harp. Well, that's a real thing. We know they mm. do that. Mm-hmm. We know they pump energy into the ionosphere and then put reflectors in clouds to try and seed storm. Like that's science. They they do that. Um, whether they can steer a hurricane or not, I don't know. Maybe. Do you guys remember a guy? It was again early Wild West days of YouTube. Uh, there was a YouTube channel. I don't even know if he still got his YouTube channel or not. A guy called Dutch Sense. Yes, he still does. Yeah. Well, yeah. he doesn't do that. He has like a, I, I, maybe it is still on YouTube. I was on his Patreon for a while when he had one. Yeah, I, I used to watch his stuff quite quite often. And he could predict severe weather by seeing circle patterns. And they would be complete rings mm-hmm. that, it, you know, like over a cloud formation or something. And all mm-hmm. of a sudden, the, you would get this proper circle like around this area. Yeah. And they would get extreme weather after that. 
After Did you that see happened. his earthquake predictions and modeling for uh, volcanoes and stuff? Yes. Yeah. He's he's onto something. He yeah. understands the way it works. I think maybe not better than anyone else, but he's the only person saying it out loud. Mm-hmm. You know, one thing I have found about academics because I know a few, like when you start talking about geology and they're like, "Well, this is how it is," and it's like, "Okay, but why?" And they're like, well, you know, it's the books and people have done science. Like, but what have you done? Why? And they can't, like, you get into radiocarbon dating and things like that. And they're like, well, it's really good to 14,000 years. And then after that, it jumps a lot. So we have to change ice. Why does it change a lot? Yeah. Why? Well, because of the break. But why? If everything was, why? Something doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, I had a friend listen to us, one of them, and he's like, all right, all right. I forget which one he thought well, one of you guys was a flat earther. And uh, I was like, I don't Billy. think they are. Probably Ollie. Must have been, yeah, I think it was definitely Ollie. Um, <laughs> and uh, I was like, I don't think so. I think they're just into questioning the nature of reality, man. Like, that's, yeah, that's it's, fine. It's it's uh, good to, I, I, I find, th- see, this is one of the things I find it right, even more irritating about um, censorship is it, I I listen to stuff, and don't get me wrong. There's a lot of this stuff I buy into. You know, we've 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 spoke we've spoke, mm-hmm. spoke about it, and there are definite conspiracy theories out there that I am 100% in bed with. To the point where I am in bed with them enough that it's essentially changed me as a person because I I believe these things. Mm-hmm. Um, but other stuff, man, like the. I, 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 I can sit back, I can watch I can watch Leveled or something like that. Um, I can watch that. I'm not going to say the thing. I know YouTube won't like that, but the, uh, the, that water documentary that's been doing the rounds. Um, yeah, I can watch that. And I, I don't believe it. I don't believe the person that's on it. I've, Mm-mm. I don't trust the interviewer. Um, Oddly enough, I, I definitely won't say who they remind me of, remind me of, but I'll 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 say it after we finish the show. Um, the there's just something uncomfortable about it all. But I can watch that like WWE. I will put it on and I will watch it and I will buy into it until I press the stop button. And censorship doesn't allow people to do that. It doesn't allow. It doesn't give people the 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 respect of their own intelligence to watch something and not go, all right, okay, I saw that on screen. I believe that. Bye. Fuck me. Aliens are made of cheese. You know, um <laughs> probably are. But <clears throat> yeah, I just I, I find it I find it really weird. But the uh, on the geology side of it, I was I'm amazed that the more I I, I saw I saw stuff like that where you realize just the sheer amount of that stuff, especially when you look, think back to when you were a kid, you know, and they, they would show you like the segments mm-hmm. of what, what Earth might to the molten, molten core. Unbelievable amount of guesswork in that. It's all guesswork. Incredible amounts. We've, we've gone eight yeah. miles down and we couldn't That's go it. any deeper. Mm-hmm. The, um, if, have you, Ollie, heard anything that, like, I have, have you got, I thought you were going to say, have you got any further doubt? No, <laughs> no, no, no. I, I haven't. I stopped at a foot. Um, the, uh, but the, it was in Russia, I believe, is it? Eight miles in Russia. Yeah. Yeah. And they stopped, uh, they stopped drilling mm-hmm. because they couldn't drill any deeper. 
Like they, they just, they, they, no, no tool they had could drill any deeper. And they heard screaming coming from underneath. Yeah, that's one of the things that's alleged. I know that, uh, I think it was heat and unknown ore was, yeah, yeah, was, was preventing the bits. Like that's what the Russians officially said. Now, the people who work there, who knows what they said. Um, it is interesting, but yeah, eight miles, eight miles is as deep as we've been to anything. So let me get this straight. They went eight miles down. And it took it years. It, it took it, years. It, it yeah. got really hot. They heard screaming. Sounds, that sounds familiar, that. Yeah. Yeah. Amber heard. Yeah. She's hot. <laughs> but, and screams. She's hot. Yeah. I mean, you know, you know, you know that's, how, that's how you know a woman loves you when she'll cut part of you off for potential. Keep it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Like that, I gotta be honest, it does it for me. I like you know what that is? That's 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 passion. That's, that's devotion. That's passion, bro. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm down. Sign well, me up. I'll, I'll Vincent off. We think that was romantic, didn't he? Cut his own fucking ear off. Oh, he was just crazy though. I mean, oh, if he I, cut his own if she would have cut his ear off, that's just love. <laughs> if I wasn't already married, you know, I I that'd take a good beating for half an hour. From Amber Heard. Yeah. I mean, I'd take a beating, but it'd probably only be for like four or five minutes. I mean, <laughs> no, on a serious and note, though, I, I, I don't agree with beat with beating men. <laughs> unless you've beaten them, I, I'm, I'm impressed that it's that's thirty minutes for you, bro. <laughs> well done. <laughs> either either uh, you know what you're doing, or you have no idea. <laughs> I I think uh, in the world we live in, Ollie, where you say I have to say that I don't agree with beating men. I feel you need to preface you also don't agree with beating women. That's <laughs> oh no no I'm, I beat my wife every night. Yeah, it's, it's all about equality. It's all about equality. <laughs> yeah. um, I will say this though, you know, um, if she's knocking the shit out of out of um, what's his name. Johnny Depp, Johnny Depp. Pi- the pirate. Yeah. Um, to, if someone, if a woman was absolutely beating the living shit out of me, you know, I'd be like, I'd get her, I'd pick her up, I'd chuck her out the window. I mean, he doesn't look like the strongest <laughs> of people. He's, you know, he's not a big guy. Yeah, yeah, he's, and he's, and he's, he's never, old now as well. It's old. Yeah, he's not frail. Yeah, he's an art. He's an art yeah. dude, man. Like he's yeah. not. I, I don't understand violence in a relationship. It should never be a thing. Oh, no, I don't get it. Mm. Uh, my wife and I knew a couple. We're not friends with them anymore, but um, they were into that. Like they would, they would hit the shit out of each other. I mean, it was to the point where, like, listen, we're in public. You guys got to stop. Mm. You know, and well, my wife had they, talked to her. I talked to him. And they're like, no, no, no. That's just how we play. Really a right like cross it, in the middle you know? of dinner is not how anyone plays. Like. Mm. Not cool, man. Yeah, no, it's it's that uh, it, it wouldn't be my fucking idea of a holiday. You know, I say that, but my wife and I also trained in hand to hand combat together for years. <laughs> so, I don't know. Take everything I say with a grain of salt. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's that always smiling. <laughs> yeah, I, don't um, I don't know. I wanted to talk about what you were talking about last week. Dave, about the, uh, no, yeah, no, the um, Egyptian Egyptian ruins that were found in your town. Well, not in my but town. Is, 
not in my Sorry, town, nice. but no. uh, in, in my state. Yeah. Faith. Uh, so in uh, 19, let me get the dates right. 1933 to 34, um, a bunch of professors. And at that time, the United States was doing basically an experiment with public power, building hydroelectric dams in Tennessee, Tennessee, through the Tennessee Valley. They flooded, they made huge lakes, flooded incredible amounts. And one of the excavations they were digging out for footers of uh, what would become the first hydroelectric dam on the Clinch River in the United States at that time as, as part of this project. Um, they found what appeared to be Egyptian uh, temples mm-hmm. and stuff. You can look it up. Uh, there were papers written about it. There were books. I've seen the like the pictures. You know, there was pictures of stuff that yeah. was there, wasn't there? Yeah, there. There's and, and the the article says that you know none of this is true, but the story is intriguing. Other internet sources claim that many of the excavated sites near the temple had large standing stones, many in straight rows associated with them that is true depending on what large in quotations mean Mm. um so that straight up says it's wrong but there were books printed back then specifically by one guy in particular um and he did it in 1935 a temple in tennessee uh let's see if i can find his name yeah so the theory was that the egyptians had come here looking for copper and trading for other things because there were beads from the ohio valley Mm. allegedly found around the Mediterranean Mm. made out of a specific rock out of the Ohio Valley. Um, That's like only there. And that's what they used to make it with. And there are pieces of various things found here, like uh, the, the Mississippian peoples in that area, like didn't just cover Mississippi. It covered all the way up through Tennessee into Kentucky, Um, you know, different periods of, of, the native peoples Mm -hmm. and they found crazy things from South America, from Mediterranean, allegedly like people, like they find it, but they don't talk about it. It's kind of one of those Smithsonian things. Like I always kind of wondered if the Smithsonian is really the big bad of the, of the story trying to hide the history of the world. Well, the Smithsonian openly have a section, don't they? They, um, we'll say the basement. It makes it sound more mysterious, which they call, um, inconvenient archaeology and that's a, that's an open thing i'm not sure what's there but the, the the word with inconvenient archaeology is archaeology that's found that sort of goes that doesn't really fit anywhere so it, it makes things really confusing we're just going to keep that downstairs yeah so the the mound they excavated the first one was uh, they assumed it was a hopewell mound they in this story and these particular quote-unquote experts believe it was mississippian even though how the how the hell would they know it's it's under thousands upon thousands of tons of concrete, like no one's ever going to know. Um, and they found two large standing stones next to each other and other stuff, and things were carved in. Um, they were interpreted as pylons and and blah blah blah. There is, so it and and there are pictures you can find online. Hmm. The books out there. Uh, this particular article was written by a guy named uh, Dr. Greg Little. His whole thing's about saying it's an interesting story, but he's disproving it. Is that the guy that you sent me the... Um, no, that's uh, the Museum of Terror at Nashville, Tennessee. So that's a different dude. He's, he's really into good. everything esoteric. He's pretty cool. I like to follow him. Um, I would love to like have a conversation with him yeah, um, yeah. about a lot of stuff. He, he, he seems fun. Um, no, the guy who wrote this, and I'm, I'm still trying to pull it up, like... That's the problem. And, and see, this entire article is written by uh, 
and maybe he's 100% right. Dr. Greg Little at ancientpages.com wrote a whole thing on it several years ago in 2018. Uh, totally just disproving all of this. This is all nonsense. This is all. So the article kicks off with that, the whole slant from there. That doesn't really sound like science to me. He's not giving you facts from anyone. He's just, he, he going point by point and then disproves point, goes by point, disproves point. And his disprove is hypothetical claims, not evidence, because again, it's buried. And no one really knows how much is buried because when those lakes were made by the government, um, you know, the project identified at least 23 sites in that area and 29 mounds and 20 other earthen mounds, nine stone monuments, several village areas, uh, 17, they believed had prehistoric structures within them. They're all under hundreds and hundreds of feet of water or concrete, you know, uh, all kinds of stuff just got wiped out with that. And, and we'll never know. It's very interesting because this ties in with the, the, the Smithsonian and like various ancient Egypt type places, whether it be in the grand Canyon, uh, various places in California, desert areas, superstition mountains, whatever. Um, these places get found. And there's some articles back in the day from the grand Canyon, uh, that a cave filled with, uh, Egyptian-esque relics, mummies, old, all that kind of stuff was found in a cave uh, with very large beans mm. that that were entombed that way. And the Smithsonian came in, and then you never heard anything about it. It's kind of like the giants in Ohio they dug up, right? Yeah, well, there's been giants. This is the thing, isn't it? I find the giant thing really weird because every culture – Every culture has stories of giants. The um, Vikings have stories of giants. The, uh, um, the there's, there's old English stories of giants. You have them in America. You had them in India. You have them in China. Um, it, it does. It makes you makes you wonder whether there was a an, a, another another the, race. Mm-hmm. You know, and the the, uh, yeah, well, Nephilim, or just, or just a separate, a separate species. Maybe, maybe it was a separate species, and although they were big, they were, mm. um, we are like weak or slow, and we we hunted them to extinction. Or maybe the uh, the diminishing oxygen in our atmosphere made it so that they can't exist. They couldn't function. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they were like asthmatics basically, or like we would be on the top of the Himalayas, just gasping for breath. They're just too big. They need more oxygen to operate and we're more accustomed to it. See, Um, I've been, um, I've been trying to find essentially, I've I've been trying to find easily digestible information about it, but it's difficult because I'm, I'm tired of um, like trying to watch documentaries on like things like Odyssey where it's, a computer voice and a hundred images and you click on it and it's like, this video is eight and a half hours. I'm like, well, you can get to fuck. Can't you? Um, LA Marzulli, bro. But but this is the thing. Like it's, if, if if someone's any good at what they're doing and and if if someone has genuine knowledge about Mm -hmm. the subject they're talking about, you can condense that shit to an hour and a half to two hours. But, um, the, um, found, Actual skeletons of of these uh, these these giants. There, there are there, yeah, there are old there are old there are old photos. 
mm-hmm. with people with what seem like giant skeletons. Unfortunately, there are also a billion awful photoshops. Yes. Awful. I like, and it's, it's always terrible things with people like a horrible flat 2D image. And it'll be like some guy looking like he's doing the uh, excavation part from the beginning of Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. Um, it probably is a black and white version of Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah, it's it's fucking. It's some of it's awful. Yeah. Do you but, have only that I can see? No, not me. I think not know what we're going to talk about, but we. I think maybe we can do another because well, obviously we'll be wrapping this show up. Well, actually, actually, Dave's. We could probably do an alien edit one on that because that's yeah, gonna be yeah. Dave actually gave me a good idea for a show about the oxygen thing. I yeah, like that, Dave. Yeah, yeah. welcome. Um, but like, I'm I'm really interested in this whole idea of Tartaria. And the the that we have had a advanced civilization before that for some reason has collapsed and is being hidden from us. And the the photographs, I will we will we will, we will when I know more about it, we will do this as a show uh, are here as well. Um, but some of the pictures that you can find of what they call the mud flood and. Um, you're talking about sort of banks, sort of, I don't know, say 17th century, something like that, uh, old buildings. But the um, you you have the, the, an archway, and then when they've excavated underneath the building, they've found like two more floors and another entrance underneath it. Or like almost like at mm-hmm. some point, this mud flood that has come in and we have repurposed these buildings and made the third floor the ground floor all of a sudden it's fucking wild i'm and people will go oh it's well clearly subterranean um subterranean levels to that building basements and stuff like that basements don't have fucking windows motherfucker and they don't have exits <laughs> you know that's it's it's, crazy there's another picture so sorry dave there's another no picture of, of I, i'm sure it's i know it's in europe i think it's in germany and it's a um it's an old like really ornate building and there is a photograph of that building with the date on it and that date is a thousand years before the date is on now like they've just stuck a one on it at some point to make it seem um sorry yeah uh, uh, to make it seem older than it is it's just re- it's it's weird it's really strange like it's at some point the date on that building was changed to add a thousand years of history odd yeah it, it it's it's wild and like like i said i'm i'm desperate to try and find uh to to find good information about it where I, I and a bit of laziness, bit of busyness, but I would like if someone says, "Right, well, I can give you fucking five books to read." I can't fucking read five fucking books. But I don't have the time. Um, I need that shit fucking broken down for me and condensed so I can spend a week going through it, not fucking two months. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's yeah. It, it, but you see, that got me th- got me thinking about things like the Second World War. Like, I believe everybody that fought in the Second World War is now dead. I don't think we have any like surviving soldiers. 
Mm-hmm. But the uh, or maybe first world, I, I can't remember. But the it makes me makes me wonder how how long after a cataclysm like that could you would it be till there was enough people dead to where you could change the story? So let let's say let let's say there was a. A meteorite hit the hit the earth or something like that, and it's we we went back to square one. Then you and for some reason you wanted to change the narrative of it, so you said, right, well, so many people have passed now. It was a nuke. We had a nuclear war. I didn't have a nuclear war. It was a fucking. It was it was an asteroid. How many people would have to die for what you, what you could change history and make it what you wanted to fit what you wanted it to be? And, you know, and there's, I mean, I, I've, I've been looking at other pictures as well. There, there was people riding around, like proper, like turn of the century stuff, on like electric scooters, you know, like those um, uh, segways. Mm-hmm. There was like turn of the century segways. It's, and you go, well, how, how have we gone? How did we have that then? And then have this big sparse period when none of this happened to just start to have it again now. And it's almost like, and it worries me slightly this, the, um, if we, if we start thinking great reset, it worries me that we do this and we've done this over and over and over again. And humanity gets to a certain point and maybe it's the, Maybe it's the fact that the internet gets away from these people. You know, it's at some point the flow of information between normal, normal morons like us mm-hmm. gets too much. And then the controlling families that have been in control, these control for like thousands of years, if not hundreds of thousands of years that we, that we didn't realize these, these almost like staples in earth history. What if every few hundred years you, we get to a point and they have to pull the old shit, oh shit handle, send us back to the Stone Age, and then we slowly start rebuilding again? And things change, obviously. You know, it's you, you, you start again, so you get different people in. So it's instead of uh, back when it were back when the pyramids were built. It was we were building buildings in that in that way. If when you see um, like Renaissance type buildings now, just at that point during the reset, that's how we were building buildings then. Um, I think it would be easier to hide in a few hundred years what, the way we're building now because we build very temporarily. We don't build to last. We build to okay. use. We build to drop, and we build to rebuild. Mm-hmm. Um, but and uh, realistically. Is there a reason for that? If you, yeah, you get if, lazy builders. <laughs> no, no. But if if you know, if you know that your civilization that you're building, if you're one of the like the twelve people that go into a dark room, if you're one of those people, why would you build to last when you know it's going to get to a certain point and we're going to reset this all again? Mm. Quite possible. Uh, I, I think the mud thing is interesting because if you think about like Gobeki Tepe mm-hmm. that was buried. Yeah. That's interesting. So it, these monuments in East Tennessee that they're talking about specifically that were covered in concrete and or water. 
And they're like, well, there was all these standing stones that are now all covered with earth. Okay. They're standing stones that are as tall as men. Cause I'm looking at pictures right now. Yeah. Uh, and or half as tall as men, like a row of stones, half as tall as men and then buried by, you know, three to five feet of, of dirt that were excavated. Um, somebody, somebody put all these up, packed the dirt around them, left them to be. They're not grave markers. There's not bones. There's not anything. And they're put up in a pattern that looks like markers or, or holders for something else. And, and there's clearly things etched, but I mean, this is old photography, so who knows what it is. And they had a bunch of these locations and they just flooded them. And they're like, well, they're Native American mounds. So the Native Americans put all these up, right? They built all these stone obelisks. They built all this stuff. And they're like, all right, now that we're done, start bringing the dirt back in, fill it all the way up to the top, never come here again. Uh, I was um, I was set an article. I, have, I haven't read it again. Again, this was going to be um, like part of me wanting to do a show about this sort of stuff. Um but it was in Jerusalem Post on the the twenty fourth that in Turkey they've just excavated a underground city. Um, I saw that. Yeah, the and this city the the area area was estimated to house at least sixty to seventy thousand people. Mm-hmm. Shit, you know. That's fucking crazy. Is is like a but and again, maybe it wasn't an underground city. Maybe it became an underground city, or maybe it was and it was found. Yeah, refound. So, yeah. yeah, it was covered up. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, de- I definitely, I, I definitely like to do a show show about this sort of stuff because I find it fascinating. I don't, I don't know enough about it, and it's. Well, that's because there's not enough information out there. And when you talk about, like, Mm. giants and what happened to them, if you look at, like, northern European culture all the way into Russia, like, look at the Celts, right? They stretch from Russia to Ireland. Mm -hmm. Basically, if you have light-colored hair or eyes, you're you're pumping Celt in you somehow. Yeah, You know, it's this mysterious people that came out of the north, that came out of nowhere. No one knows where they're from. Uh, They're myths and traditions that have been scattered very, but do they? Mm-hmm. You know, the, the character of Odin spans a lot of things, uh, whether there's Hungarian myths, there's all these like, different names, but you have these different class of gods that fight giants and we're like, oh, they're giants. Like, yeah, but in, in, in the mythos, they're, they're not giants. They're about the same size as the gods. They're just the other side. They're the bad guys to these guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, then you look at like the Tuatha de Danan and their mythos and how they came about and like the stories that they came on ships and they from somewhere else and then they destroyed the ship so they couldn't go back and now they're here and they live for a very long time and they could do amazing things, but they really isolated themselves. Now look at the cloud people of Peru, right? They built these giant walls almost formed out of stone. Mm. Are those you the know? ones that look like they're melted together? Yes. Yeah. Uh, they, right. well, those walls, walls like I, f- that. Yeah. I find them more interesting than the pyramids. The way The way they yeah. were built, is fucking wild out of incredibly hard stone. Yeah. Yeah. And then you listen to the cloud people and now they're in the Peru. So they're with native peoples there who are all brown cloud. People are white in robes with red hair and blonde hair and blue and green eyed and they're pale skinned and they would only come down occasionally and help people if needed. Other than that, they isolated themselves. You learn about all these different gods. They live somewhere high and isolated themselves from the people who are already here 
as much as they could. I mean, someone got out there and, you know, yeah. Yeah. The daughters of men tempted. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. They, this mythos goes across. So what, what's going on that we don't know? What don't we understand? What are they trying to tell us? I, I've always wondered this. I think the wild thing is as well is if let's say, let's say this has happened and things have been buried and then mm-hmm. built on top of and buried again. What we've found is we've, we're looking at the stuff we found on the surface. What we've basically done is on the on like a a global scale is run a metal detector across the surface to see if we can find anything close. And we've found all this stuff that's reasonably close to the surface. Like, what happens if we were to dig like four miles deep in other places? You know, it's what what's hidden under the earth that we've no idea. Is there? It's funny you bring that up. Here's an excellent show idea. Are you familiar with the missing 411 phenomenon? David Polites. Uh, David Polites. People that go missing in the wilderness. Yes. Wilderness areas. And not only that, people who go missing in cities. Mm-hmm. They've tended that it's not just we notice in the wilderness areas. We don't notice in the cities because we're so easily to dismiss it. But if you look at the – you have hot spots of these people that go missing, right? If you mm. overlay those hotspots with known cave systems, they overlay. That's crazy. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. So there's huge swaths where nobody goes missing, like in grain belts in the flatlands, because mm-hmm. there's no cave system. You get as soon as you get into cave systems, you get these clusters of people that just go disappear. They're just gone. Why? Mm-hmm. What's under the ground? <laughs> you know? Um the well, I mean, as far as people disappearing as well, one of the ones I've always liked, and I, again, I'm doing this off, off the top of my head, so I'm probably going to get some details wrong, but the, the crux of it is right. Um, there was, I think it was New York, a guy appeared in the middle of the road. It was like in 1940s or the eight, eight, maybe in the 18s. Anyway, the, um, he was hit by a car, and I can't remember whether he died or he just disappeared. I don't think he died. And he was found with a passport, which yes. had which had a cut, which had a a country. It was a, it was an Earth country, mm-hmm. but it wasn't real. It wasn't it wasn't a country we'd known of. And he had currency that no one had ever seen before. And I believe they took him back to like a cell to try and work out who the fuck this guy was. And then when they went back to the cell the next day, the guy disappeared. I believe that was in Japan. Uh, the guy was a business traveler, and uh, this was definitely the U.S. This one. Okay, so there, well, the then US. there's there's another yeah, story yeah. from the Japan. The guy yeah. went in, and uh, he's at he's trying to check into his hotel. He got off a flight and he's trying to check into the hotel, and they check his passport, and they don't know the country. And he's like, "What do you mean? You don't, I, I've been here two dozen times. Look at this. The, the he has stamps. Yeah, he's, he's like, I come here all the time for business. And I think this was in like the fifties, mm-hmm. and uh, he gets arrested by Japanese authorities. They're like, "Well, we don't we don't know who you are." And um, they're looking at in their country and they're asking him about it. And he's telling them it's between, you know, France and Spain. This is where it is. I'm European. He starts speaking the language. No one's ever heard it. No one's ever heard of this guy before. He's he's irate that this is ridiculous Mm -hmm. that this is happening. And he has money from somewhere else. He has paperwork for somewhere else. The next morning, all that stuff in him are gone. Yeah. Well, look at the the Vulcan Vulcan manuscripts. Is it Vulcan? The um we could do we could definitely do a show on that. There was a um a book which has a language in it that's 
not been read, but cryptographers, cryptographers have looked at it and said, no, this is this is an actual working language. We just don't know what it is because there's no key to work it out. Yeah. And this book is so ornate and so well written, like hand handwritten, and the um the watercolor images in it are so well done. It would have took somebody such a long time to do this. And it's got like these like incredible plants that aren't real plants, uh, animals that don't seem to be animals that we that we've ever seen before. I need and to see this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The um we'll do that next week. We'll cause we can we can bring some of the screenshots up of the pages and, yeah, and, yeah, go, yeah. and go through it. That that's what we'll do next what, week. What was it called? The Vulcan what? Manuscripts, I think. I will have to go and look at it. It could even be Balkan. I'm not sure. Maybe maybe it's found the Balkans. I'm going to say I'm a, I'm a big Star Trek fan. Yeah. yeah. Do, do you do you remember the uh, Storm? Well, remember it's it's factual information. Uh, the um, children of Woolpit, green children. Yes. Yeah. 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 Is that apparently they spoke completely different language to each mm-hmm. other? And I believe, be... I believe one of them died. The brother. Yeah, I think so. But they both lost the green tinge off the skin as well. That that wore wore away. Yeah, but they they were found it mm-hmm. uh, cl- quite close to the little town of Woolpit, mm-hmm. and um, they uh, I think they were they were end up being uh, adopted. And I'm pretty sure I could be wrong by this. But the girl went on to get married, and she had children herself. The brother died when he was young. Mm. Um, but, yeah, they were both green, and they both spoke a complete different language. And I don't know if they had strange clothes when they were found. I, I'm, like, I could be making that up. Wouldn't that be something if, like, uh, the dark star was actually in the heart of our planet and the yeah. uh, Earth's crust's only 20 miles thick? And the thing that separates the inner world from the outer world are rivers of magma. Yeah. To keep yeah. us separate from something like that lives inside. A, a protection. Yeah. yeah. Protects us from them and them from us. Um, well, we do, what else would be wild is if it's, if it's an inter, interdimensional thing, imagine if there is somewhere like a, a, a Getmo somewhere that is like a holding pen for lost people. You know, for people. People, no, no, no. But if if people that have just slipped through, through through dimensional fucking holes where the veil's a little bit thinner than it probably should be, and we have a, like part of, like like a man in black situation where it's well, we've got another time traveler again. We should probably scoop him up now and oh, now and again here on Earth somewhere. Yeah, they're now and again, probably. now and again, some of these people people fall through and they happen to be. Like incredibly intelligent, and they're all, just normal people from wherever they're from. But they're just normal people, and they they've got a head start on people, and they do things like start PayPal, and they do things like buy Twitter. <laughs> so when we were going to Thailand, uh, my wife got extremely freaked out. She's not, she don't really, even though I've got a show about aliens, she don't really believe much of this stuff. Uh, but she she was in uh, like a, a uh, duty three bit, and she was with her mum. I was off having a beer, 
um, as you do. Uh, and she found herself staring at this guy, um, this tall guy with gray skin. She said it was just completely, his skin, I said, I said, what, he looked a bit unwell? I said, no, he had gray skin. And apparently he turned around to her and looked her straight in the eye and smiled at her, but he gave, it was the weirdest smile, as if, to, as if he looked at her and said, you know what I am. Have you showed a picture of the smiling man? Oh, is that like the vampire thing? No, yeah, the Joker. No. The Joker. It's not the original Joker. No, no, no. There's an um, there's a, uh, for want of better words, conspiracy theory about dreams, and there's a face that people see in dreams, which is like a smiling man, and you can show this this picture to. I think it's something ridiculous. Like if you show it to 10 people, like four people will have seen this person in their dreams. It's really, really weird. Hmm. I'm sure it's called the smiling man. Yeah. But anyway, we've gone an hour and 43 minutes. Oliver wants to get to bed because he said to me before, I'll come and do the show with you, Lee, but I want to get in bed before midnight and I'm going to make sure you guys can carry on. (laughs) I'm going to make sure he gets his sweet baby head to sleep. Loser. (laughs) <laughs> it's okay you're a nonia time it's fine for you i know it's fine it's perfect for me. <laughs> i appreciate that you guys accommodate me by an extra hour because of life um so yeah thank you for coming on we will do the those manuscripts i will look into that uh to get the pages of that so we can look at next mm-hmm. week and maybe maybe even we, we can scratch some more of this like hidden archaeology and stuff like that i think that'd be a quite a good show mm-hmm I like the idea. I like the fact that we're, we're we're fucking thinking of ideas to do for the next show on this show on the actual show. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it saves the research time people and it teases. People see the work in progress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like just they're like, oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. Just slip the tip in. No, next week. Bye, bye. <laughs>